Section 21 of The Vegetable Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Vegetable Garden by Ida Dandridge Bennett. Chapter 14 Storing Vegetables in Winter. Vegetables which have been grown to perfection during the summer months and gathered while at their best will deteriorate rapidly unless proper care is exercised in storing them away for the winter. Many of the methods employed by market gardeners and on farms where large quantities of fruit and vegetables are grown and must be stored for sale at a time when they will bring a price much in advance of that which will prevail in the fall and early winter are not practicable in the small home garden. Any dry, frost-proof cellar will keep potatoes in good condition, providing the precaution is observed of airing the cellar regularly and persistently. The most common mistake in storing fruit and vegetables in the cellar of the house is in the direction of too much heat and too little air. It is rarely that the cellar windows require to be closed before December, but in many cases they will be hermetically sealed at the approach of the first hard frost. This is not only bad for the contents of the cellar, but far worse for the people who dwell above the cellar. Where there is a heating plant in the cellar, it is essential that there should be vegetable rooms separate from that devoted to furnace or boiler. And where this does not exist, an end of the cellar, at least, should be partitioned off for the purpose, though it may be but by a rough board partition. This, as well as anything, will shut out heat. Such a room should include one or more of the cellar windows, and preferably those on the sunny side of the house. For the storing of potatoes, there is no better arrangement than bins made long and narrow and with partitions through the centres, making compartments which will hold from one to three bushels of potatoes. There should be a number of large auger holes in the bottom of each, and the bins should be elevated on some sort of supports to a foot or more from the floor. It must be remembered that cold falls, and that the bottom of the cellar is much the coldest part of it, and where there is danger of frost, the floor of the cellar is the very poorest place in which to place anything that is to be kept from frost. Potatoes should be dug on a bright day when the soil is dry so that the earth will shake off easily. Vegetables should never be washed before putting away for the winter as they will not keep as well if they have been wet. Potatoes should never lie for any time exposed to the light as this will cause them to turn green and when they are placed in the cellar should be kept covered with canvas, carpet or newspapers, but carpet is best. By the middle of winter it will be necessary to look the potato bins over carefully and to remove any tubers which may have begun to decay. One decaying tuber will produce thousands of fungus spores which will contaminate the entire contents of the bins if not promptly removed. By the 1st of March or even in February the potatoes will have begun to sprout, especially will this be the case if the cellar is too warm and at all damp. They must then be gone over and all the sprouts rubbed off by hand. If the cellar is quite dry, a portion of the potato bins may be reserved for the onions, which require a cool, dry place to be kept dormant in. No great amount of these will be stored for the winter use of a small family and such of these as begin growth before being used may be planted out in the garden early in spring and will soon furnish messes of green onions for the table. 
Squashes are one of the most difficult of vegetables to keep, as they are very susceptible to cold and moisture and must be kept warm and dry. An upstair room or garret will often be found an excellent place of storage. A room where a chimney passes through will often furnish sufficient heat, and if the squash are packed in barrels of dry leaves, excelsior or buckwheat chaff, they will winter all right. Or they may, if few, be simply piled on the floor near the chimney and covered well with rugs, carpets or something warm, and will usually come through all right. Beets, parsnips, carrots and turnips, on the contrary, need to be kept somewhat moist, and should be buried in damp earth, sand or leaves. If one has a room in the cellar with earth walls and floors, what is known as a Michigan cellar, it will be an ideal place for these vegetables, and they may be simply piled in heaps on the floor and sufficient earth to cover thrown over them. This is the simplest form of winter storage for these vegetables. The earth is right at hand and needs neither to be carried out nor brought in. In storing the beets and carrots, I usually leave the tops on and pile one layer on the floor, the tops all one way, and place over them a layer of earth, then another layer of vegetables and more earth, and so on, until the lot is covered. The presence of the tops make uncovering the roots less difficult, and I think helps to retain a certain amount of freshness in the vegetable. Turnips are always prepared by removing all but about an inch of the tops and piling the earth over them. Treated in this way, they will all keep fresh and crisp until spring. Slightly moistened leaves make admirable covering for vegetables and are much cleaner than soil and more easily used. Celery should be planted in boxes of damp sand or earth, drawing the earth up about the stems as in the garden. Stored in this way, at a temperature of about 33 degrees, it will keep fresh and crisp for a long time and be well blanched. Cauliflowers which have failed to mature their heads in the fall may be taken up and planted in shallow boxes of soil in the lightest part of the cellar and watered occasionally and will then mature their heads and be a welcome addition to the winter bill of fare. Dry beans should be stored in a dry place, an upstair closet or cupboard until wanted. They are not injured by freezing, and if more convenient, may be left in the barn till wanted. Salsify may be stored in damp sand, leaves or soil, and a winter supply of parsnips may have the same treatment, the main crop being left in the ground to be dug early in spring, ere yet they have started to grow. Light is not necessary to plant stored in earth in the cellar, but sufficient air should be emitted to the cellar to prevent any musty or mouldy odours or taste being communicated to the vegetables. Where the cellar affords little or no room for storage, enough for immediate use may be placed in boxes of earth or sand and the remainder cached in the garden. To do this, it is only necessary to dig a shallow pit and pile the vegetables therein and bank earth over them. Only enough to cover them completely should be placed at first but more should be added at the approach of severe weather and the whole covered with boards to shed rain. Placing straw over the vegetables before adding the dirt makes them a little easier to unearth when wanted, but does not make them keep any better. Of course, if the heap is a large one, it will be necessary to provide ventilation, and this may be done by placing a length or two of old stovepipe in the centre of the heap and letting one end extend outside, where it should be masked with enough straw to shut out the cold, but not to impede ventilation. 
Cabbages are very successfully kept by storing heads downward in a trench in which straw has been placed for a few inches in the bottom and covered up with earth above the tips of the roots and the ridge covered with boards to shed rain. A hotbed makes a very good place for storing cabbage as it can be gotten into readily at any time during the winter. The earth should be removed as for fitting the bed in the spring, a layer of clean straw placed down on the bottom. The cabbages which have been pulled, not cut, are placed head down on this and their heads covered with earth. The remainder of the pit should be filled with straw or leaves to keep out the cold and the sash placed in position. Stored in this way, it is only necessary to reach down into the litter and pull out a head as wanted. End of chapter 14